right. We're just going to talk about food. What I do think we should do is at the end talk about like staples. Staple. What kind of staples? Like food staples. Like for instance, I I don't think that you can have, and I'm going to stand by this. I don't think you can have a social gathering in which food you know like food is being passed around that doesn't involve cheese specifically melted right. cheese yeah and it's also seasonal right like in the summer you'd serve guacamole but in december you'd serve arancini i love an arancini um, i love a good one i love a good one i don't um, even know what you just said so <laughs> you make a risotto how do you know what... i don't know what an arancini is I'm going to bitch slap you. (laughs) (laughs) An arancini is the risotto rolled into a ball. And then you roll it in breadcrumbs and then fry it. Oh. And there's usually a little... And that's how, like, the mac and cheese ball, like, fried mac and cheese kind of came around. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I can make the shit out of those. Yes, you can. Yes, you can, sir. Absolutely. I feel weird. Everybody does. Welcome to the podcast where old friends get together to bare their souls. Laugh so hard they almost pee themselves. And talk about all the stuff that makes life worth living. And some things that don't. It's It's, let's let's get get a drink drink sometime. sometime. Hmm. You need to make the shit out of an arancini and I'm not kidding around. Maybe we'll do that. Patrick will do that when you come to town. Bam. You want to do that? Yeah, a decent Italian restaurant will probably have it on the menu. It's it's a multi-step thing, so it's a complicated. It is a little complicated. A lot of like appetizer, like they're always sort of in the appetizers. I guess. I guess. But the the problem is, is there's no problem. Is the risotto is the whole risotto episode out? Have you heard the risotto thing, Patrick? I love risotto, it's, but it's like a finicky woman. That's what my recipe says. <laughs> she needs a lot of attention. <laughs> Have well, you done risotto? Yeah. Oh, I do risotto all the time. That's, oh, his, that's his thing. Risottos. Yeah. Oh, is it really? Yeah, that's what yeah. he's about to talk about, 100%. Yeah. Oh. So so the, the thing is, is that if you, if you make a homemade risotto, and when I talked about this on the podcast before, and I will not go into a whole tangent about it, but if you make a homemade risotto, you will never eat one at a restaurant again, because restaurant risotto sucks. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's okay. Horrible. I'll agree. So, so what I'm saying it's is, like paella. If we oh, want to make paella. these arangadas or whatever, arancini. <laughs> By the way, welcome to the show, everyone. My name is Sam. <laughs> I'm Angela. <laughs> And today we have another special guest, which I'm sure you've noticed there's a third person hanging out with us tonight. And his lovely name is... Patrick. Good evening. Yes. Good he evening. has a personality. You can't tell by the way that he said that, but he is he has a big personality. <laughs> so Patrick is... I actually had to Google this because it's, it's one of those things no one understands, the cousin chart. So all my life... Nope. We've referred to you and yours as our second cousin, or like you would be considered my second cousin. But usually, when I walk not... into a room, they say, "Hey, it's our favorite cousin, Patrick." <laughs> that is true. <laughs> but we are we are technically first cousins once removed. Okay. Which I don't. The whole cousin thing is weird, like. Do you know what I'm talking about? Do you ever once removed, twice removed? Yeah, all that's that, the formal that... name of that. Yeah. yeah. So I never considered you my first cousin once removed, but that's what you technically are, and I am a, a to you. So even if, even though Georgia has gay marriage now, we still can't get married because we're first cousins. Is that what you're saying? Yes. That's Got exactly it. what he's saying. Got it. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> That's what we were all thinking. Yeah. Hey, Patrick and I are very good-looking gentlemen. <laughs> Although Sam looks better in a flannel shirt than I do. That is true. I look like a lumberjack. 
I'm more of a navy blazer guy. Yeah, navy <laughs> blazer, kind of button-up shirt. Yeah. So what are you drinking? Hey, that's our guest keeping us on track again. <laughs> we don't waffle. <laughs> <laughs> Angela, what are you drinking? I am drinking a Stowe cider crafted in Vermont, zero sugar, high and dry. That's super dry, hard cider. It is. You'd mentioned this. I want to try this. You mentioned this before, but a cider that isn't sweet is weird to me. I've never had a cider that is. They have different ones. They have like high and dry with hops. It's all gluten free. Like this is. There's a. Sort of a, a rate on the back of it, and it's like super dry or or so sweet. I am all the way to the left on the super dry. It says a cider that's as high as Mount Mansfield, and as dry as they come. No sugar, no preservatives, just apples for best results. Enjoy the cider in the spirit of Vermont cold, and in good company. Hmm. And then they they have like a cost marketing one percent for good neighbor, um, an organization. I love this stuff. Hmm. It is. Amaze balls. Um, highly recommend. Okay. Yeah, so I can you drink to... sixteen ounces, like it's nothing. I'll have to I'll have to try and find that or you can bring it down to me when you it's come six and a half percent. Yep. We're good. I'll bring it. Patrick Patrick, what you drinking, sir? I am enjoying a twelve uh, year old single malt scotch at Kilcarran from Campbelltown, Scotland. In the uh, far southwest of Scotland. Very nice. You're you're a Scotch man. You you came into town. Uh, Classy just ago. got hit by this uh this podcast. I'm excited. <laughs> we're classy now. We're so we're like <laughs> cultured and classy. You know what really brought it on? I've I've not been drinking Scotch for more than two years, I guess. But COVID really brought it on. I have a friend who uh, believes alcoholism is going to be the biggest outcome of COVID, not economic distress mm. for most families. But um, So I, I uh, cozied up to a, uh, I don't know, what's a, a scotch aficionado at a local liquor store? Not a, not a sommelier, but um, mm. a woman who knows a lot uh, at Astor Liquors here in um, Manhattan, New York City. And she's marched me through a couple of 12-year-old scotches, and I'm really enjoying this Kilcarran. Okay. I'm, I'm always looking for a good um, – I'm more of a whiskey guy, but there's a – you know, if you know about scotches and whiskeys, there's not exactly a difference. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> Sinner. You should walk into the bathroom and wash your mouth out with soap. There's a nope. huge difference. I mean, but we can talk about there, that on the there, next yeah. podcast. There is and there isn't. I mean, scotch is the, the the formula, but whiskey is kind of the base, and then scotch is scotch is essentially a certain recipe of whiskey that made in Scotland. All right, if you want to go with that. So it's like champagne in France, <laughs> in France, but like you know, sparkling sort of. wine everywhere else. Okay. Sort of, yeah, yeah, sort of. Okay. Okay. But. Um, I do, I, I do, you, you are a man of impeccable taste and I do want to try this scotch now cause I've never had that one. Good stuff. Good stuff. Good times. What are you drinking? Samuel. Uh, I got, I got my golden monkey that I'm, I'm currently sipping on. Then I got some, uh, Terrapin Luau in tow, as I like to call it. Luau, I, w- I won't talk about golden monkey cause that's been my go-to for a while but a luau is a passion fruit orange and guava ipa oh it is very tasty Ooh. that's like vacation in a bottle yeah yeah vacation with with uh luau's and lays and yeah fire totally. throwers <laughs> yes <laughs> fire throwers so we're talking about food and gatherings, not gathering food, like we were indigenous people. Right. Nuts and not food gatherers, but food at gatherings. Yeah, and this yeah. is, uh, I think this is like the third show in a row. Angela has, has been has been pulling rank on me for uh, mm-hmm. topics. She's no, 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 no. That's not true. 
We ha- we we recorded our planning session, and this is how we mm-hmm. get our ideas. That is true. We've been, but it's been great. You've been doing awesome. Yeah. Huh. So you you got this idea from your Super Bowl party. Yeah, the, sort the of. rager that it was. Yeah, yeah, totally. I had two people over. It was amazing. And like literally, <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> In times like this, two people's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. And so, like, it was the first time that I could entertain in, like, a year. And you realize, like, how much you love it. You know, you absolutely just love that, like, sense of people around you and the buzz and the noise and the um, and the food. You know, like, sharing food, someone bringing food. Like, yeah. Um, it, was, it was just awesome. So, um, you know, everything's different right now. Um, and I say different with like quotations cause I'm trying to be a positive human being. Um, and you know, I just started to think with you on the, the phone when we were doing our putting session, like about, you know, all the favorite foods that, you know, people bring to share or make when they're having people over at their houses. Right. So did you make anything for this party? I did. I did. What'd you make? Let me get my Pinterest folder open. Hold on a second. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I can't. I can't believe we've we've brought Pinterest into this. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> All of my recipes are in Pinterest. Yeah. Let me check my Juno account because I think I have notes from my Super Bowl party. Wow. This guy. I don't even know this guy. He's gonna burn Juno account. <laughs> My 92-year-old dad still uses Juno, okay? <laughs> okay. I have, so yes, I, um, I did, we did make, uh, nachos, and, um, we made, um, also, we had spinach and artichoke dip. Um, right, you gotta have a dip for for you gotta have a dip. party. Absolutely. The funny part about this is that I think that the topic of this conversation to come, the podcast today, was like on our minds because um, yesterday for dinner we had beef tips and spinach and artichoke dip for dinner. Okay. And then Ooh, so nice. delicious. Oh, it was amazing. And I can't. I can't like sear beef very well, but luckily I have a man in the house that will do that for me. Um, and then today for dinner we had nachos, so clearly you know nothing wow. changes too quickly. Yeah, I will say I'm gonna go ahead and say this out loud, and like I'm sure people are gonna be, oh, what's your problem? I don't like wings. It's not my thing. Hmm. It's yeah, it's a lot of it's a lot of effort for a very little bit of meat, and I'm not down. Yeah, something's wrong with you. <laughs> you know, so anyway, an interesting topic too the the um, lot of effort for what sustenance you might get out of it. That I was born and raised in Baltimore, Maryland. The Chesapeake Bay area is famed for steamed crabs. Hundred yep. percent. That's and worth it, though. You're right. It, it's worth it. It's it once you get to the meat, as tender and sweet as it is, it's wonderful. But you're cracking a crab probably for 15 or 18 minutes to get the meat out of it. So it's 100%. it's more of a social experience than, yeah. than a meal. But the And the wings, I think, are the same thing. They're, they, if you're going to eat 40 of them over two hours, it'll probably fill you up. But it's more social, complementing the rest of whatever is going on at the moment. It is. Opinion. It is. And, you know, like people are super particular or like in, like creative on how they do their wings, like in which ways they cook them. And I mean, that's all good and stuff. But like really when I'm holding that thing and like I'm just like, I, I don't even like me. I can't even stand me right now. I look like an idiot. <laughs> so so do you, you, you make your own wings? Uh, I do not because I do not like wings. But if someone brings them and I try them or if I'm out okay. and I try it, I'm like, nah, I can leave I- it. I think I think the main thing is is that the the thing about wings that was what what makes them so delicious is that you don't make them you 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 have a good wings place that you, and you go to yeah. and you go and you get them. Mm-hmm. I've never made my own wings before, but I love wings. If I had to make them, I probably wouldn't like them as much. Yeah, it's 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 one of those things. Call back to last episode that I pay someone else to do because <laughs> I'm not yeah. gonna do it. Yeah, 
Yeah, and I think also certain places have better wings than other places. Like if you're near yeah. a college town, there's going to be good wings, right? Right. I, I'm not. I'm in like on the shore in Connecticut. I'm not going to go uh, wings. Huh? I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Someone in Westbrook's about to probably like throw a rock in my window. I don't know. But I, I think what I think you probably live in like a good chili town. I don't Chowder. know, cause I moved here in the pandemic. I, I don't, I don't yeah. know. I don't know what I live in. <laughs> um, Probably a chowder town. Oh, yeah, definitely yes, yeah. chowder, hundred percent. I mean, look, it's a seafood uh, place. It's you know, yeah. like you get, you do that, like there's seafood restaurants left, right, and center. I've only been sure. to one of them, and that is Bill's, and it was delightful. And I did get chowder there twice, and it was phenomenal. You nailed it, Patrick. Chowdertown. 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 I spent some time in um, Buffalo, New York last summer Mm -hmm. since nobody was really traveling for vacations. Um, But I drove up and I got an Airbnb. And my goal was to hit five or six of their top ten rated uh, Wings joints because that's where Wings came from, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. And um, the, it was surprising to me how varied the recipes were. I thought that I'd just um, go from one restaurant to another and it would be a simple iteration one from the other. But they are so different, whether they're grilled or um, fried or however mm. they're um, roasted. Uh, but the other thing that surprised me was how spicy they were. Most restaurants have three, four or five different recipes and the majority of them are kick your butt spicy. Uh, wow. So they, they have to lather them in blue cheese or some sort of a, a Thousand Island dressing or That's something. That's where it comes from. Okay. Yeah. Buffalo. So, I mean, like, you... as a whole, this is, like, exactly what this episode is about because, like, there's some staples, right? We're going to talk about our staples. But, I mean, the creativity, that like, the creativity and the difference that, you know, you can get by any of these staples. Like, everyone's kind of making the same things, whether it's wings and nachos mm-hmm. and chili and, and all of that. Like, but it can be so different from one household to the next. And, and like, that's, I sure. think that's the cool part. Yeah, and there's probably a cultural piece in there also, right? Across yeah. the country and yeah. various families that have emigrated from elsewhere and what they bring from... Hundred um, percent. Yeah, yeah, it makes it all that much more interesting. Mhm, mhm. So, yep. what what are, what are your staples, Patrick? What do you, what 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 staples do you have? Yeah, I mentioned earlier that for me, staples. Uh, Angela suggested cheese, and yes, I think cheese, cheese. crackers, carrots, celery, yeah. that kind of thing, nuts. But I, I'm also very seasonal. I during the summer, I love making guacamole. Um, yeah. A good guacamole it has probably 10 or 12 different ingredients in it, but um, I also like deviled eggs. I make it with... Um, uh, that's a old, family thing that I love, yep, deviled eggs. Yep, love it with Old Bay seasoning or a little bit of relish. Um, I, you know, one of the things I love from my uh, influence of my cousins in Georgia is pimento cheese uh, mm-hmm. slathered over some warm cornbread, but... Um, Spoon bread. I that's Oof. that was on my list. Yeah. Yep. 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 That's what comes to mind. Oh my gosh. Are you getting hungry? A little bit. A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm in the north, so everything is like pizza, right? All these different styles of pizza. New Haven's pizza is like the the rage, all the rage. Um, so like I would easily have, you know, pizza, but I also make like making like a, a dessert pizza. Um, where you put like marshmallows and like some sort of like nut butter and mm. Nutella and mm, Nutella. like pop it in there. Ugh, it's like, divine. this is, this is over like a regular pizza crust. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's really good. Really, really good. Yum. Hmm. I'd, I'd try it on the surface. It, I'm, I'm like skeptical. It's but. delightful. Have you not had like like some sort of chocolate spread on toast or something like that, like a true European? Mm, no. All right. Well, you're missing I gotta, out. I gotta you try, try this. this stuff. Yeah. You gotta try it. You gotta give it a whirl. I'm, to- I'm totally gonna try it. I'm totally down. We he usually. Walked... Oops. Sorry. Go ahead. He walked past the uh, Nutella on crusty bread stand when he was in London and went right for the fish and chips. <laughs> he did. He did. 
<laughs> I mean, the fish and chips are delicious. That was that was one of my main things. They are. Um, fish and chips are amazing. Sweets and sweets and me are, are are hit or miss. Like, I honestly, as okay, I'm. <clears throat> I call myself a first generation Southerner, um, because my dad is from Ohio, my mom is from Maryland, and. I, I was born in Tennessee, raised in Atlanta, Georgia, and its suburbs, but I don't I don't feel like a Southerner. I don't think I'm a true Southerner. I did not have a legitimate piece of apple pie until about two years ago, and I'm 37 <laughs> years old. Oh, my gosh. You know? Um, and it was funny. I was with uh, my, my, my other cousin, Jason, and we both had this... <laughs> <laughs> we were working together at, on, on that day, and we had this apple pie. We both got a slice, and I take a bite. I'm like, "Is, is this is is this what apple pie tastes like?" And he goes, "I guess." <laughs> 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 he hadn't had one either. Oh, <laughs> apple pie is so, yeah. amazing. There's this restaurant um, in Washington D.C., and they have a cobbler of the day, and like. I mean, it's like your own little like pie. It's got a crust. It's amazing. It's so good. And you go there, you're like, is it gonna be peach today? Is it gonna be cherry? Is it gonna be strawberries? It's so exciting. I love a pie. I do. Mm. I'm very, I'm very pie adverse because I, I don't like cooked fruits. Those I don't it. either. I really, really don't. I promise. But when it comes down to like a pie, I will. I'm all right. I'm more of a chocolate person. Hundred percent. Okay. Um, let's see. If I had a restaurant, I'd call it cheese fries and chocolate. Like that's all I want. If I had a restaurant, I thought about this, and I think someone stole my idea. Like all my ideas. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it's I would name it Cheeses Christ, <laughs> and it would be a grilled cheese restaurant. Uh. <laughs> And you you could like you could get a straight grilled cheese, you get one with pulled pork, you get one with chicken, all different so kinds good. of cheese, like you could do cheddar or so gouda good. or Dubliner, like just grilled cheese, man. That's And then you could have some with um a slice of ham or a spread nope, of thick. Exactly. Ham. Yeah. You can do you, I I can imagine fifty different sandwiches. Yeah, no, exactly. And, and, like, you could even do it to where, like, customizable. Like, what kind of bread do you want? Do you mm. want Texas toast? you want regular? you want weed? Build and your you own. Want, yeah. yeah you, what, okay. what, we have these 50 cheeses. What do you want? Mm. Yum. <sighs> this was, this was, you know, we didn't even eat dinner tonight because we were, we were just doing stuff today. And we were like, yeah, we had a late lunch. And, and having this particular podcast record tonight was a bad idea. <laughs> I can imagine that kind of a, a grilled cheese sandwich uh, kind of a place in um, Athens. I, I could see yeah. your audience being there. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm, I'm one of those. I'm one of those guys who I always. Uh, like if I ever won the lottery, like a big, like 250 million, I'm I'm gonna start so many businesses. I'd have you like are you're like a serial, a serial entrepreneurist. Yeah, no, seriously. Like if if I won, that that's that's my problem. Is all my ideas require money, and I don't have a lot of. I have some money, but not a lot, mm-hmm. and and so it's like. Yeah, if, if someone will just give me like a hundred million dollars, I will spread that out and make a whole lot of people wealthy. But that's just not how the world works. And make well, all of your things are like, all of your business ventures are are involved in like making people happy, like giving value to other people's lives, not just yours, kind of thing. Well, um, that's that's because that's my I, I don't. Yeah, okay, we could go off on that. Like, are we waffling? Another, but no, still, it's we're true. not waffling. But no, it is because. Um, I hate, I hate corporate America and how one-sided it is. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, no, exactly. If, if I, if I had the money to start all the businesses I would want to start, it would, it would totally be to spread, spread out the wealth, share the wealth, you know, give good jobs to good people and, and make everyone happy because I just believe we have that ability. So why not? Yep. 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 So. 
So does anyone have any, like, back to the, the question at hand? Does anyone, like, uh, there's another recipe that I have here, um, which is, um, like, bacon-wrapped artich- uh, sorry, bacon-wrapped Brussels sprouts. Oh, um, that sounds good. It's so good. And then you can, like, dip it in sort of, like, a maple syrupy sauce. Yeah. You and maple syrup lately. You're all over it. Um, I'm in. I'm in maple syrup. Like everyone's making maple syrup from the yeah. trees in their backyard up here. But um, it's because you're ten a... feet from Canada. So I know. <laughs> <laughs> your geography is outstanding. So. It's outstanding. <laughs> you know what though? When I walk out to my backyard, I'm basically staring at our guest. So <laughs> I mean, to be fair, it's like. Like I to Georgia, can see, I can like throw a stone to Long Island. Like I yeah. can see, yeah. Like to be fair, from Georgia, you're ten feet from Canada. Yeah, I mean it's, it's yeah. yeah. I mean it's like a. Have you a had Sarah Palin on the show yet? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. I yet. don't think that would work well for us. No. 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 From we the back porch, I can What's see. lovely about our fans, our whole nine fans, is that they're just like us. <laughs> we think. We don't actually know any of them. I mean, look, no one's dished us any threats out, and we've been pretty, <laughs> pretty, you know what? pretty that, forthcoming. That's how we know we're failing. We have no death threats. So, I, I mean. We need to work on that. Take it away. Take it away. <laughs> I, I think we're in a we're in a very cushy, comfortable spot right now. No, no, we are. No, yeah. I was just a bad joke, it, I guess. It's true though. It's true. Like you get to a certain point, and not everyone's gonna like you. You know. Yeah. Yep. Cool. But my staples, our staples. We used to make a. Do you make food for your Ogrehausen? Yes. The Do you Ogerhausen want to talk about that Halloween party? Yeah. You want to talk you, about that a little that bit? That you have never come to. Uh, well, um, there's, okay, there's COVID, and then I was living in Australia. Australia, yeah. yeah. And if I recall, there's, the there's... last time I saw you, it's because I invited you on vacation. So shut your mouth. That is true. The time before that, though, we drove up to Washington, D.C. to see you. So, it's your turn. I... <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um... <laughs> I do want to come. I do want to come. No, I, I like your themes. You got a good thing going on there. Um, so, yeah, we, we have a big Halloween party every year. That's kind of like our thing. And we always do. So <clears throat> we usually have about 20 to 30 people at our house, except for last year because of all the COVID stuff. Mm-hmm. And we usually cook you'll appreciate this. We're like, okay, what can we cook? What, what, what is the easiest thing we can cook to feed the most people? Very Mm -hmm. utilitarian. And, um, and so we know we normally cook like a gumbo or something like that. And it's still super tasty. Um, but it can feed a lot of people really quickly. And we actually, even the rice, we will get the local Chinese restaurant. We'll go there and be like, Hey, we need six quarts of rice. That's awesome. So we don't even have to worry about the rice. Uh, but we usually always have, there's this one, we've done it for the past like five years. It's uh, it's Frank's Red Hot. It's the only times we ever buy Frank's Red Hot sauce. Um, it's a chicken, it's a buffalo chicken dip. Mm-hmm. And that is gone by the end of the night. There's been parties okay. where I didn't even eat any because it was gone. Um, but yeah, those are, those are kind of our two staples. We'll do the chicken dip and then we'll have some, like a gumbo or we, we did this chicken spaghetti recipe one year something just kind of, you can throw all the ingredients, you know, into a ginormous pot and then an hour later, all right, everyone get some food and everyone's, you know, drunk and stuff. And they're like, yeah, sweet food. All right, cool. <laughs> and, um, and you go from there. So that's, that's gener- generally how we do parties. Nice. Nice. Would that, what was the last party that you guys did? Like, um, that you held? we actually did have a very small Halloween party last year. Yep. Um, which, you know, 
we sort of got complacent with the COVID stuff. We probably shouldn't have had it, but no one got sick. Um, we, Thank we, goodness. yeah, we, I, I, seriously, like the, the Halloween party is like the biggest thing that we do. And we have had upwards of 40 people. Um, last year, I think we had, let's see, about 10 people over. So very, very pared down from our normal Halloween mm-hmm. party. Um, but it's nearly just as much work to entertain 10 people as to entertain oh. 40, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, but so, yeah, that was, that was, that was the last big thing that we had. It was last October, obviously Halloween. Um, but before that, we usually have a, uh, a, a, sort of a birthday party for me in March. Um, and it's weird. I want to say this real quick. Adult birthday parties are kind of weird, you know, <laughs> but it's like, Sometimes how is it I, weird it, if you have cake? <laughs> That's true. Yeah, yeah. Valid. Well, I say this, I love birthday parties. I don't care how old you are, but like other people will make fun of me for having a birthday party. For yourself. Um Yeah. Okay. So I have to like come up with a excuse. And a lot of the times it's like we're we're adults now. We have family, we have jobs and um, sometimes the only way I can, I can see some of my friends is to be like, Hey, I'm having a birthday party. You should come over. Yeah. 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 You know what I mean? Reason. You got to yep. create the yeah. space for it. Absolutely. It's never. Yeah. So I, I will, I will take, I'll take the hit as being superficial and self-centered just to see my friends. And I hope they all appreciate that. Um, but yeah, so we we canceled that last year because that was right at the start of all the COVID stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we we had the Halloween party. That was our last big gathering. What about you, Patrick? I just had some friends over uh, last weekend, Saturday a week ago, for uh, dinner. The uh, two friends are in uh, medical field, so they've had both of their uh, vaccination shots, as have I, and um, I'm really into uh, cooking fish lately. So I roasted a, a sea bass, and Ooh. I had a yeah, it was delicious, and it just it smelled so fragrant from the kitchen with thyme and a couple of other spices, and then I served it with a uh, quinoa salad with uh, sliced yeah. peppers, and I'm trying to do a lot more with the grains lately. But okay. um, that was the last gathering. It was only three of us. And, um, yeah, pretty simple menu. Cheese and charcuterie platter to start off with. But, um, but yeah, it was nice catching up. Nice. Nice. Mine was, um, yeah, I mean, obviously my little Super Bowl doodah. Before that, you know, I was in Australia, so um, they didn't have Thanksgiving. So I sort of took that on. And every year it grew and grew, you know, and everyone was like, oh, we're going to a real American Thanksgiving. So I sort of like (laughs) (laughs) got that. And Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday because there's no expectations. Everyone's just lovely to each other. Um, And the food's amazing. It's my favorite. So anyway, yeah, I I would um, make that. So the first year there was like four people. But by the time I left, I had 40 people. Um, Nice. So it was, it was big. It was awesome. I had to rent a room in the community center to be able to host all of Wild. those people in the house. Holy yeah. balls. Yeah. Holy balls is right. Yeah. <laughs> and you were able to get a turkey or did you have yeah, to do chicken? Yeah. Look, I mean, there's enough, uh, there's enough Americans in Sydney that they will get turkeys in. And they prepare for that. And, um, you know, it can be hard because you got to get there. You know, you got to grab them while you can kind of thing. Um, it would be the only time of year where I'd pay my Costco membership to go grab a turkey. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but yeah, no, we had two turkeys the last time. Yeah. Oh, geez. Mm -hmm. Yep. They don't have like 25 pound turkeys, you know, so you got to get a couple. Yeah. They're not as big. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Australian turkeys. Just like American turkeys. They also have bush turkeys, but they don't eat those. We just see them walk around on your... It's like these huge birds that you see walk around your front yard. You're like, oh my God. <laughs> like, what? Why don't they shoot. eat them? 
I don't know, but they should like why why don't we? I, like they're really fun because they're huge, and if you chase them a little bit, they're like oh, they run down the, the street. It's hysterical. <laughs> <laughs> they're like city birds too. I mean, they're huge. It's you know birds Australia crazy. I I would eat one. Uh, they should be absolutely. They should yeah. be consumed. Yes. They're yes. probably very gamey though, aren't they? Is that why people don't eat them? I don't know. I really don't know. I don't. I'm 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 the type of. I mean, of they person. eat kangaroo there, so why wouldn't they eat a bush turkey? Yeah, I'm the type of. And Australia should be the same way. Like if it was alive and now is dead, you eat it. Right. I mean, so. this is a country that started from pirates. Like, why are we above it? <laughs> Oop, I think I think one of my cats is attacking me. I'm not sure what's going on. Um. All right. So, anyone objecting objecting to going on to obsession of the week? Nope. I'm all no. set. No. Run to it. Run to it. Run to it. I'll I'll uh I'll start so I'm not finishing last. Um. <laughs> With the the new media room that I've talked about on the podcast a couple times. Yes. It is new computer time. I've been working off of laptops for the past, like, two years. And so uh, I, I'm sure everyone can, and can assume I am the type of person who is nerdy enough to build my own computer. So I've been looking at... Where do you get time for this stuff? <laughs> you you make you make time for your nerdy habits. He doesn't um, sleep, by the way. Uh, yeah, I, I I haven't slept in eighty seven hours. Um, so I've been obsessing. My obsession of the week is computer parts. Looking at different processors and cases and all that junk, and I'm close to buying things. But it, it's it's a it's a whole thing. It's a whole you, you gotta investigate and journal and and you know pray to the computer gods and stuff like that. So that's my obsession of the week: new computer parts. Well, after this podcast is over, I've got a newer Phantom power supply and microphone. <laughs> if you need that, <laughs> wait a second. Now you, in, in, unless I get a phone call from you in about five minutes saying this was the most horrible time of my life you were going to be back on sir i don't, I don't want to hear it i'll talk to your mother about it <laughs> <laughs> i did notice a quick waffle angela a quick waffle a quick waffle. um we we were text the three of us were texting earlier today and i get a text from patrick that says samuel something 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 and i realized that you have spent and I don't even think you spend that much time with my mother, um, but you have spent way too much time with my mother in your life because there are two people, <laughs> just two, who call me Samuel, and it is my mother and you. You know, he's so. just deeds. He's just deeds. Yeah. yeah. There's a interesting nexus um, undergirding a, a lot of life, and in this situation, Renee and I call you uh, Samuel, and Renee is the one who taught me how to make homemade nachos, circling back to what? Angela's intro of the, um, of the... Yeah. have you Angela, have you ever done that? Have you ever made baked nachos at home? I, I just did it uh, three hours ago. <laughs> so, so you put everything in a... And a tray, um, cheese, and Cookie everything sheet. else on yeah. tomatoes. We had on top some of the... like leftover chili, yep. and we, I, <laughs> my boyfriend was like, "This is why we're together," because I, I have this thing about how like the bottom layer has to be like. There can be no holes. I don't want the cheese to get on the cookie sheet. So I like puzzle piece this very yep. solid layer of, chi- of of chips, and then we, you know, put some some chili on it and then we put the cheese on it and then we did it again and um it was amazing we had some accoutrements we had some um avocado and salsa and jalapenos and sour cream um kicking up the game it was delightful it was so good and they're so nice coming out of the oven um warm 
uh, yeah, the cheese, when you pull the cheese. Oh, God. Wonderful. So good. Great Don't be hungry, Sam. Don't be hungry. Breathe. I'm trying not to be. I'm, I'm, I'm currently going through some... Uh, um, I know my mom likes nachos, and I don't think she's ever made nachos for me. So I think oh! she loves you more than she loves me, Patrick. Wow. I'm not going to debate that. <laughs> this, like, became a family issue. Oh, wow. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm very curious as when when uh, when this whole nacho thing went down. It, it was in Baltimore when she and a couple of her sisters, uh, you're in... Donna and maybe Ann Sharon were all in Baltimore okay. visiting. This is yeah. 30 years ago. Yeah. Um, but uh, When she had an energy and zest for life. Yeah. Exactly. I stole it from her. <laughs> um, no, that, that, that does make sense, actually. Yeah. Yeah, the, the Meredith girls were, were, were something else. They still are. They are, yes. Approaching retirement, some of them, and they, <laughs> they are still um, characters, each and every one of them. Angela, yeah. I when I talk to people about my Georgia cousins, I explain them, the Merediths, as a, um, a familial chamber of commerce because they are, <laughs> by and large, entrepreneurs. The... Um, my cousin Tim, Sam's uncle Tim, his wife um, used to make uh, wedding cakes for a while, and um, his uh, and Tim is a PeopleSoft consultant. Uh, his uncle John is a uh, GC, and on and on and on. Everybody's got their own. He's got an aunt who's a realtor, but a lot of entrepreneurial energy and creativity, and it just really interesting people with interesting stories to share and belly laughs when you get together with them. My kind of people. I love it. <laughs> I do. That's awesome. That's, that's, that's awesome. So, uh, back to the obsession of the week. Yeah. What's yours? <laughs> um, yeah. So I don't know why this is like this and maybe someone of a science background might understand but there's you know high tide and low tide in the the, the ocean right mm-hmm. and i see it flex every day um but for whatever reason the low tide is exceptionally low tide like you could be on mars it's awesome so i've been walking out there's a island called salt island which is you know i look out my back window and you can you can see this island and and i i've walked to it once when it was um i walked in the water uh, when it was warm, I, you know, walk, swim kind of thing with my kids. But I can walk on foot with some, like, rain boots on right now. Um, so I've been doing that, and it's so cool. It's super – it's just, mm. like, one of those really cool experiences. So every day I'm like, is it going to get that low tide? I just get really excited. Would you nice. Would you like me to, to blow your mind about low tide? Blow my mind. Yes. And high tide? Yes. Science, so, Science geek. Science geek. Yeah. Um, I'm going to get some of the details wrong, but the, the basic is, is the same. So there, there actually is no such thing as low tide or high tide. So the water... I have an app that's called Tide. No, 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 no. Oh, wait, wait. Hold on. <laughs> I have laundry detergent that is called Tide. <laughs> <laughs> that's some of the best laundry detergent. So the, the thing is, is that what, what we, we always see is that the water is moving, right? Like the water goes down and it comes up and we have low tide and high tide. The water is not actually what is moving. What's moving? The earth. So the, t- the tides are, are, are a thing. So <clears throat> the moon goes around the earth and that affects the tides, the gravity from the moon and it, it creates this sort of like squashed little um, bubble of water around the Earth, and it's actually the Earth moving that affects. Like, think, think about it this way: it's not. Yeah, the where water, does the water go? Like, where's it going? It's there. It's just there. It's not. It's, it's in not, my backyard like it normally it's, is. It's Got not on. the. the <laughs> The, the, the water isn't coming into the earth and then leaving the earth. The earth 
is going into the water and coming out of the water. The earth is the thing that is moving, not the water. So it's water, high land. Right. The water is actually staying where it is. But since the earth is turning throughout the day, mm -hmm. the effect of the tide on the earth. So I'll, I'll have to send you a link to a, a video that explains it. But I just think it's really cool that it's not the water that is moving. The water doesn't move up and down. The land moves into the water and out of the water. Earth what about tide the is waves the in Australia? Massive waves. What about the waves in Australia? People go surfing. I, I don't. People surf everywhere. I don't know. I don't know that. Earth stuff. tide is the displacement of the of the solid Earth's surface caused by the gravity of the moon and the sun. Its main component is the meter level amplitude. No, now we're going into science. I should it's never have brought this up. We're this is like the You're epic this waffle out. of waffle. Let's, uh... <laughs> this is this is this is a waffling episode seven. The 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 waffle to end all waffles. Uh, as the as part of the Earth's rotates into this bulge of water. Yeah. Bulge. Hmm. The bulge of water. We are rotating in and out of this bulge of water. Okay, here's a short answer. What causes tides? High and low tides are caused by the moon. The moon's gravitational pull generates something called the tidal force. The tidal force causes Earth and its water to bulge out on the side closest to the moon and the side furthest from the moon. These bulges of water are high tides. So there's a collection on either side. It it Are does. you on Pinterest right now? I am on. <laughs> no, thank you. I, I'm on a. I'm on the Noah. Um. Um, I'm on a sci-fi like the, the you know like you know Noah. Noah. You're watching yeah. science fiction. Noah's National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration. This is what they provide you to. Mm like help you understand like dumbasses like me us 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 that you know they give you some so they give you information about bulges yeah mm -hmm. we all like them bulges <laughs> oh man all right well this has been invigorating i have <laughs> Appreciated everything. Hey, what about my obsession for the week? I mean, oh, am shit. I a second class Sorry. citizen here? I'm the guest. Sorry, please. No, please I'm uh, Yours is probably, I'm looking at this, yours is the most interesting out of. Go ahead. Yeah, totally. Well, it does come with a story. By all We means. love stories. This is what we're here for. This one is why the... we, we have guests. You know, one of the um, mental health, uh, work-life balance things that I've been uh, focused on over the last six or eight months is taking some classes online, cooking classes and the rest of it, and having a good deal of fun. Uh, I Back in October, I took a oyster shucking class online, and it was um, hosted by a nonprofit here in the city, uh, but they had an arrangement with an oyster farmer from Louisiana so that when you log, when you signed up for the class, they sent you the shucking knife and the dude from uh, Louisiana two days before the class sent you uh, two dozen oysters. And then you essentially watched the demo online and, and did it in real time. It was a heck of a lot of fun, but in any event, the, one of the panelists is a oyster shucker here in Brooklyn, New York. And I, um, so my obsession over the last month and a half or so I, is getting a dozen oysters on Saturday and having them for lunch. Uh, oh, and I, sounds yeah, amazing. Yeah, it's been really a, a fun experience. I don't know how long it's going to last, although oysters are really only available in months that have an R in them. But yeah. I, I tracked down this um, Moody Harney is the oyster shucker instructor, instructor from the class, and he's got this uh, traveling kind of like a food truck operation called the real mother shuckers. And I tracked him yeah. down <laughs> really great guy, uh, whimsical sense of humor, but I tracked him down on Friday and uh, met him in person for the first time. 
and uh, business was slow that night. So he sat down with me and we talked for probably an hour and a half. He's a heck of a storyteller. But my my obsession this week in the last probably month and a half has been um, oysters, uh, getting them on Saturday, having them raw oyster stew I made a weekend ago or two weeks ago. But um, that's that's been mine lately, FYI. Can I can I come visit you and eat oysters with you? Yeah, I've got a guest room. Come on up. Do you, do you like oysters? Oh, dude, I love oysters. You know, it is rare. They're not like snot in a shell. I just want to say. No, no they they're are. not. No. The really no. good ones are meaty. A lot of people don't like the texture, so it's something to yeah. get over. But um, I've loved them from day one. They're <sighs> and you can dress them up with some. Uh, they're very popular in Asian communities, so there are a lot of Japanese recipes, soy sauces that are customized just hmm. for oyster, um, uh, the the liquid within the shell, and uh, or this guy Hardy does a uh, 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 celery uh, marinated um, cucumber and celery that is really fantastic. But no, it's not snot in a shell. No, it isn't. <laughs> Well, uh, Sam, if you go up to New York, I'll take the train into New York, so I'll come meet Sweet. you guys. Yeah. I would love to have oysters with you. That would be amazing. Sweet. Amazing. <laughs> amazing. <laughs> I'll just watch you guys, but yeah, cool. <laughs> and they go great with draft beer. They do. A little Bronx Brewery IPA. Oysters and beer. That's like Mother's chicken milk. and waffles. Chicken like and waffles. chicken and waffles. Like homemade See? nachos. Yes. That your mom never shared with you. <laughs> anyway. All righty. Well, well this we has are, been fun. We, yeah, we are approaching an hour. Thanks um, for being on, Patrick. Hey, oh, yeah. my pleasure. Good to be with you both. And we hope everyone has a good night. And I appreciate you, sir, for being on with us. Um, please join us again. Maybe. He's begging you. Oh, That's um, what yeah, begging I, sounds like. I wasn't sure if I should cut in, but yeah, absolutely. The, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is the only opportunity I get to hear my cousin's voice. Other than this, it's all text oh, messages. Oh, whatever. Whoa. You're, you're you're coming down in April. I am indeed. Yes, I'm, and I'm super gonna get excited. some pimento cheese spread, and I'm gonna have lunch at the Blue Willow Inn. We're oh. we're gonna we're gonna be we're gonna get so fat that weekend that you just you won't believe. If you like what you hear, please subscribe to the podcast and tell a friend about us. Give us a review on Apple Podcasts and Google Play to let others know what other people are missing out on. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Let's Get a Drink Sometime. Thanks for spending time with us. Come back and check us out again. We'll see you around.